BeastNet is brought to you by James Safety Services in partnership with OCR Bunny and OCR Strong. Here we discuss all things OCR and fitness related. Welcome to BeastNet. But we've been going for about an hour and what's really funny, I don't think I ever even introduced you. So by the way, everybody, it's Pretty Mike (laughs) with Dave today. um, Now that we've been talking for an hour. (laughs) Coming at OCR and Pretty Mike. Yeah. Fun stuff. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I actually went for a swim earlier today and just got back from a run and uh, I took a shower, toweled off, and I think I'm wetter now than before I took a shower. So what's the temperature over there? It's not bad. It's just, it's really muggy today. Right. Well, you're right with the water too. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's only about 95 here right now. Oh yeah. It's not even that. But we don't have humidity to speak of, really, except down right by the river. But uh, here at my place, I'm up my canyon here, and it's dry and arid, and yeah, we don't have humidity to speak of whatsoever. So that's okay. Yeah. According but, to, to what the forecast, it's uh, 82 degrees. So Okay, so yeah, that's not bad, but you probably have like you know 95% humidity or something. Yeah, and then it's, you know, it, it says the on what the forecast, if you've ever used it, it says the asshole sun is shining again, so... <laughs> it's like my wait. favorite w- weather program because it has some of the funniest sayings it's like okay. i got i gotta check that out yeah, uh, just, what wait, the just, forecast. <laughs> just wait till you move to texas because it's just gonna be hot as hell hell will be cooler but i know but it, it's what the wife wants and it'll make her happy so hey. she likes the heat and i mean i, I i've i've sacrificed she sacrificed a lot so that i can do some of the things that i wanted to for years so sure. It's my turn now. So well, good. Then when you when you guys move to Texas, I have somebody to somebody else to come visit when I get out of there for the races. Oh yeah, you going to Dallas this year? That's the plan. It's the, the actually it's the day after my birthday, so we'll uh, we'll see if I get there. And um, I was gonna be in LA today, or excuse me, this weekend for the stadium race, but I'm not paying eight bucks a gallon for gas in LA. It's just not happening. Um, it's yeah, I'd have to drive. So, um, that's the same reason I missed the Dallas stadium in June was just the gas prices and the airline fares were too dang much. So I've had to bag my two stadium races so far this year. My goal is to be in San Francisco in December. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, my plan is to fly out the day after my birthday, on uh, in October for the beast and the sprint there in Dallas or in, what is it? Not Glen Rose. Well, wherever the heck it's yeah, at wherever it is, but that I'll be there for the. I'm I'm signed up for the beast, but I, I have a feeling that it's going to be the ultra. But are you a glutton for punishment, or are you just like flat courses, or what? I am, and I've just got some friends that are wanting to do it, and they they kind of want someone to do it with, and I'm like, oh, sure. I, mean, I I kind of want the brake pad, but not really. I mean, I have the better the one. The brake pad. <laughs> You've seen the metal, haven't you? It's a freaking brake pad. It looks like a brake pad. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've never heard anybody refer to this for years ultra metal as that, but that makes me happy. It's a glorified brake pad. That's funny. Oh well, you know, so they, much trouble. I'm a Spartan ambassador and I'm sitting there making fun well, of so it. So am I. So am I. I am on the street team as well, but it's you know, you, you gotta give it to Spartan and all these other folks that design metals and whatnot because you know they gotta go with what is gonna be cool but also cost effective. Yep. And it's like, yeah, y- y'all got a discount on that one, didn't you? <laughs> I think so. I think it was just one of those ones. They're like, you know, let's go with this. This looks really good on paper. And then they print it. And someone's like, 
Ugh. I hope they don't notice. It looks like a brake pad. <laughs> they just called up. They just called up Bendix and says, "Hey, you got any spare brake pads? All right, thanks." <laughs> this year's your Ultra is sponsored by Ray Bestus. Exactly. There you go. But that's you know that's okay. It is. Um, it's one of those things. I had this conversation with the other day about the metals and and everything, and I'm like, it stopped being about the metals for me a while back. It's more yeah. about the experiences, and that's kind of what I'm thinking. I have a friend that wants to do the ultra, and I'm like, you know, I might as well do it with him. I mean, he wants to do it, and he he doesn't have anyone going with him, so it's like we're about the same pace. It's Justin Wiley, and I'm like, you know, might yeah, as well. Let's do yeah. it. Well, yeah. and and I, you know, I've got my metal wall you know, in the house here. I'll tore it down. You can rebuild some stuff in there. And, um, you know, yeah, I got a bunch of medals there. I wasn't allowed to be an athlete when I was a kid mm-hmm. because we were just, we were just too poor. So this is the first time in my life I've really been considered any sort of athlete. So the medals are cool and everything, but yeah, it's, it's a lot about, for me, the experience of like, Hey, I got to go to Texas. Hey, I got to go race in Canada. I got to, you know, in your case, I got to race, you got to race in Hawaii. Um, and you know, things of that nature. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's like Tough Mudder, right? Where you get the, the ter- as Joe just said, it was a terry cloth headband. You yeah. know, my first my first race was in Canada in Worcester in 2016, and I got the headband. I still have the headband. Okay, I remember the hell I went through to get through it. Doesn't matter what the medal was. So, yeah, and that's it. It's it's the memory. I've had one of those things. that's just like you know, like I used to be very particular. I came home once I finished a race. I have a wall that all my medals are on. And I was very specific yep. about how they went up there. I mean. You know, and it sounds stupid, but it's like an OCD brain that I get every once in a while. And it's like <laughs> the marathons were in one spot, the five K's and the smaller ones were in another The, the yeah. you know, the, the Spartans had their own area, you know, the mud runs had another area. And now it's like, you go in there and there, there's just a pile. Yeah. You know, this year I've just kind of walked in and there's a pile right underneath the wall where it's like, yeah, I need to put, hang those up eventually. <laughs> Well, I've noticed that with like the t-shirts, you know, where, wait, I've got this stack of t-shirts that's now, you know, five feet tall with all these finisher t-shirts I've had. And it gets to the point where it's like, okay, I need one, like for Spartan, I need a beast, a a super and a sprint t-shirt in my size. And the next race is, okay, I need this size for my dad. I need this size for the, the girl I really like, you know, I need this size for somebody else. And I'll come back and I'll give it to my dad. I'll give it to this, you know, this girl I really like. I'll give it to somebody, my friends at the gym um, to kind of motivate them to just keep going. I say, like, I don't need four of Spartan super t-shirts for the year in my size. I don't need no. that. Um, well, I did that a couple of years ago. And it's so funny because when we moved, they all ended up back in a pile. I'm like, son of a... I went through and <laughs> all the ones, because I usually do like 13 races a year. Yeah, the Spartan. So I'd end up with like 13 different shirts. And I'm like, I only need, like you said, I only need one of each one. Uh-huh. So I went through and pared down. So I only had one of each race for each year. Right. And all the rest ones I put in a pile. I'm like, I'm going to take these to the Goodwill, get rid of them. And then when I moved somehow, I they ended up back in my pile of clothes. And now I'm like, shoot, shoot now I got to go through them all again. <laughs> well, that's what we ran into with my my uh, construct reconstruction doing here in the condos has been like, how many racers do you have, Dave? Do you really want to know? No, exactly. No. <laughs> how many no, things yeah, do you do here? Too damn many. But I mean, that's okay. It's it's if I could get a, you know, I'll bring all this like kids in my youth group down here at the church. You know, I've, I've brought race shirts home for them. Hey guys, check this out. You guys ought to do this next year. And I've actually had a kid or two sign up for a race just because they got a cool shirt from me from going to a race the year previously. 
So. Well, which is awesome. I mean, it's kind of cool, you yeah. know, one of those things. So yeah, for me, it's just, I get so many and it's like Amber yells mm-hmm. at me all the time because I literally like, I take up three quarters of the closet. Oh, geez. And <laughs> I have also, my dresser is twice the size of hers. Okay. Yeah. That's that. Okay. Yeah. That so, makes sense. And almost all of it is t-shirts and running yep. shorts. Yeah. Makes sense. T-shirts, running shorts, see. stuff like that. I mean, now it's becoming swimming shorts because I'm getting like, I'm finding right. the swimming shorts that I like and it sounds stupid, but you feel faster in certain ones. So um. it doesn't, I don't swim that. I don't swim nearly to the way you do, but trust me, knowing hydrodynamics, it does not sound stupid whatsoever. <laughs> and it's it. one of those ones. It's like, and I feel bad for anybody that has to see me in these shorts, but whatever, well, you know, because it's yeah. basically they're like, it, it's just it's long underwear. I mean, it's underwear that comes down to my, my knees that, that that's my swimming shorts. And it's like, there, there's really barely any difference between those and my underwear. Well, I remember speaking of funny stories about the, uh, anybody that doesn't have to see me in this, you feel bad. (laughs) I remember I was the Spartan sprint. I think it was 2019, 2018. I don't remember which, but for some reason I was wearing, uh a compression shirt a t-shirt compression shorts under well, underwear compression shorts and shorts over the top of that and for some reason i felt like the compression pants were like taking on water right yeah and i remember going under one of the one of the tracks there and i'm i'm ripping off my shorts i'm pulling my compression shorts off my compression pants off and as as soon as i do that my buddy who came down there with me, who wasn't racing, he turns the corner and his jaw just drops. What are you doing? Hold on a minute. Put my shorts back on and I start running. And I, I remember just taking the, the compression pants, waterlogged compression pants, and just chucking over the fence at it and said, here, catch! Splat. Like, gotta go! <laughs> but, yeah, he was. He still talks about that to this day, how mortified he was. I'm like, well, it's racing, bro. So that's how we roll. It is. It's one of those things. I mean, a lot of people have heard the story and Virginia loves this. The very first time I ever met Virginia, Virginia Nicholson was at a uh, hurricane heat. Like okay. right before it started, I came back from, you know, I left work, went straight up there where right before it started, we're out in the parking lot and we've never met. She's parked right next to me. We're the only ones in the parking lot. And I just turned and looked at her and said, I'm about to be naked. So if you see anything, it's your own fault. I have warned you. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Oh, well, this guy gave me this look like, huh? And I'm like, I'm about to strip because I was wearing work clothes. And I'm like, I have to, you know, and I was an office person. So I had like nice clothes on and I'm not wearing those for hurricane. And I'm like, I'm about to be naked. And at this point, you have been warned. If you see anything, your fault. And I've done that before. Like, what I'll do is I'll park out like on the corner of a parking lot somewhere Mm -hmm. like at a, you know, hurricane heat or or a race or whatever. And, you know, I'll open the, the side door or the back door, my door, okay, and then just, like, I call it a power strip, so just, like, get everything off really quick, put everything else on real quick, and I may be dirty, you know, on the under layers, but it gets me into semi-clean clothes that I can get in the car and drive home in, and people, they see very, very minimal. I did this at Mud Factor down at um, uh, Tri-Cities here a month or two ago, and that was a cute little race. It was like a 5K, just a, you know, little tiny obstacles, nothing, nothing real big. I and they, they had a lot. I, I did them years ago, like seven or eight years ago, I did my factor. I'd, I'd never heard of it. And then I just happened to see the advertiser like, yeah, you know, shoot, why not? I got a race. And um, they had it at the MX Park down by uh, Richland. 
and they had a nice little water slide, uh, like uh, not a water slide, but like a slipping slide kind of thing and all that. And it was really cute. And I get out to the car and I'm like looking around. Okay, cool. doors. Okay, done. <sighs> I can drive home now. Dirty as all heck, just, but I had clean clothes on, so I was all right. Um, I did that. At, uh, what'd, you, what'd you think of Rugged Maniac just for some of my races? It was okay. Um, I'll be honest. I kind of, I may have skipped a couple. Um, you may have what? I may have skipped a couple obstacles, but. I did too. But but, you know, it was one of those things for me. <laughs> it was, I have, you know, like, like some people know, I had the Ragnar coming up. And yep. then I have multiple triathlons. I have multiple Spartans. And then I have the Ironman in September. And I'm like, I'm not doing anything that's going to take the chance of me taking an injury on something simple. Like, because Rugged Maniac, you're not paying attention. You're just having fun. Right. And I do actually, I did tweak my knee because someone Oof. slid down the, uh, one of the, I had the, my ultras on. So of course I have good traction. And right. someone else I had just tennis shoes on, slid down one of the hills and smacked right into my leg and kind of tweaked my Oof. knee. Like, Ooh. You know, but it wasn't that bad. I still did okay. I mean, I did the Ragnar over the weekend and, you know, did yeah. okay with that. But I mean, it was, it was fun. I mean, it was nice, easy, but I mean, it's, that's kind of not the sound you get what you paid for, but I didn't pay for it. So, well, I, uh, I actually had a kind of an epiphany. Uh, my buddy Brent, the fallible man, um, he went with me and we've been doing this, this race together for, for a couple of years now. And the last time I did it in 2019, he wasn't with me. But every time we did it before that, I had to stop and I had to catch my breath and I had to, you know, there's like a bunch of obstacles I couldn't do or wouldn't do. So I walked around them. And this time uh, I was actually pleased because I was not only getting ahead of the full pack on, which was, which was great. We're all helping each other. And, and it was awesome. It was, but we signed up for Rugged Maniac X so multiple laps mm-hmm. and we got, we got through two laps and we missed the cutoff time for the third lap by 15 minutes because we were helping people, which is fantastic, but I didn't have to stop once. And I got 44 out of 50 obstacles completed. That's awesome. So I've, I've just, thank you. I'm just like, dude, improvement. I said that to Joe DeSena and, and he's like, Hey, improvement. I'm like, yay! I finally got recognition. But, uh, but yeah, it was, I, I love, I love the idea of rugged maniac. I've done it in, in Vancouver. I've done it down here in Portland. Um, but I will sign up for the rugged maniac X uh, going forward because the um my goal for this next time is to get at least three laps done but just the, the as fast as i was moving which was faster than i've done before it's like yeah you know what? i'll take the incremental improvement it's not you know i'm not i'm not hot trotting it i'm not you know doing a, a five minute mile but i'm doing faster than a 20 minute mile so i'll take it always um good. yeah and that's one thing i run into with like you know when i go to dallas this year dallas took me almost seven hours i think a little over seven yeah. hours and my goal this year is to do it in six and if, if i can beat it in six next year i'll come back i'll see if i can do five and the same thing with seattle seattle took me like the beast took my team and i like six and a half hours to get done because i was the slow one you know in, in august we'll see if i can do it faster so that'll be cool just incremental improvements like you said always forward always forward yeah yeah, no, my uh, problem with rugged maniac, what I worry about is I don't like their hanging obstacles sometimes because I don't know nope. in the water. I don't know because I did the Seattle before they they, they stopped doing Seattle ones. And right. I was doing one of the hanging obstacles and didn't quite make, I like missed one of the rings and slipped and fell down. And when I hit the water, my legs weren't straight down. They were bent. So I went straight down and dropped my knee, went straight into like a rock. 
oh geez they didn't put that out very well did they no and so it's like every other time i'm in them now now i have that total fear of like <clears throat> i've got so much coming up and if i have another hit like yep. that like it took me after it happened um probably a good two or three months to be able to like walk without a limp because i hit that yeah. hard enough and i'm like i can't i can't handle that right now not with everything i have coming up so well that's the same thing that happened to warrior dash if i remember correctly before they went out of business on it or before they shut it down was they if i remember the story it was one of their mate like big slides and i forget the name of it but instead of having the slide situated to where it was coming on the deep end of the dugout area it was actually mm -hmm. on the shallow end of it and people came down that slide and hit that shallow end and just either sprained stuff or broke stuff and then after that race rugged maniacs like that we're done or i mean uh, uh warrior dash right. like we're done so like yeah you think but the one, the one in Portland, I've never really had problems with. But like when I get to the hanging obstacles, I don't have the grip strength yet to do that. So I just hop in the water and go. But yeah. um, I can see that being a problem for sure. Yeah. And that's what I worry about. I'm just like, mm, you know, because I don't know how deep that what's under the water. And I've just I have that yeah. biggest fear because my knee's already not great. So I don't want to take that chance. I mean, with, you know, like I said, I've got two, two triathlons coming up mm -hmm. and then two trifecta weekends back to back. Which I'm, one doing, the, I'm doing Seattle, Seattle and then I'm flying to Hawaii and doing Hawaii the next weekend. So Ew. I'm going back to back Seattle <laughs> and Hawaii and Hawaii. If you've ever done the Hawaii beast, Hawaii uh, beast is not easy. So I'm already going to be smoked from the week before, uh -huh. you know, and then I'm going to have uh, about a three week break. I think may not even be that long before I do the Ironman. So I'm doing that in, what is it? It's and November, then Water, like the week after. Tough Mudder yeah, is the after Iron Man. Is that that September or that? Are you doing wait, which Tough Mudder? Which uh, Tough Mudder be uh, Seattle. Seattle Tough Mudder, right? Okay. Well, yeah, because Portland's canceled. They canceled yeah, I, heard, I, just, I just heard about that one. Yeah. Uh, well, they had the same weekend as the trifecta weekend for Seattle. Yeah, for Spartan. Like, why would you? No wonder you didn't get any signups for it because it's like you have the an area, the Pacific Northwest, where you only get, we get what, five races a year? Yeah, not many. If you count the trifecta weekend, mm -hmm. you know, and then all of a sudden you're going to put two on the same weekend. It's like, what? Are you drunk? <laughs> well, I, I think it's, I think with in their defense, what I, well, sorry, not their defense. They're more like explaining them is I think it, they basically had, and I could be wrong, two different teams getting these Probably. things set up. Yeah. And the two teams were talking to each other. It's like, well, guys, nobody's coming to the, the weekend down there in Portland, y'all. Um, I was hoping to do that one, but I'm like, I can't do the beast, then drive to Portland, do that one, then drive back and do the sprint and the super. Um, but you know, is what I, it I is. had thought about, um, I was going to volunteer in Portland on like Friday. Right. And then come back up, do the two Seattle races and then use that volunteer to do the Seattle, the Seattle in September. But yeah, but I'm signed up for, I, I'm signed up for, uh, side. <laughs> Decided I would push myself a little bit this year. I just I decided to sign up for Tough Mudder Infinity in Seattle. In September. That's what I'm thinking about. But we're gonna I, see how well that's gonna go because I'm gonna be I'm doing the Ironman the weekend before. So, well, you got time to figure that out. But the uh, the one thing I like about it is if you want to get the medal, you just got to complete the 15k loop and then a 5k loop. And that's yeah. it. It's like, well, okay, if I get there early enough, I'll do the 15k loop. That won't be a problem. Let's see how many laps of the 5k loop I can get out. <laughs> but because I'm gonna do um, I won't be doing Portland Spartan because that be. is literally the same. It's like the Portland Spartan is Saturday and Iron yep. Man Sunday. 
Oh, geez. Yeah, don't do this. Well, I'm like, so I, I screwed up on the, I didn't, and my buddy, our, our buddy Adam, you know, is not the reason I did right. this, but so we had this, this thing, they weren't going to do any uh, hurricane heats up here in the Northwest this year. Mm-hmm. And I've been pumping out on social media, hashtag save HH in the PNW for like the mm-hmm. last six months. Uh, Cause I was not happy about that. And I get this ping from Adam for BCOCR and he's like, dude, dude, they're going to do Portland. Okay, and I just I just instantly signed up for the four hour hurricane heat. I'm like, okay, got it. And then I looked at the, I looked at it like, well, wait a minute, hold on. And I already signed up, already paid the money. I'm like, holy bucket! So so the hurricane heat is at seven o'clock in the morning on that Saturday. I'm gonna do a four hour hurricane heat, jump right back through registration, get my stuff for the sprint, go do the sprint. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm you an will. idiot. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I want to, I still want to, but I just keep thinking in my head. I'm like, my luck, I'm going to get drive down there. And this will be the time that I have, like, I land just wrong and I tweak something. And then nah, it's like, you, oh, the day before I, an Ironman. Prioritize that Ironman. You know, the, the oh. Portland one will always be there. No, yeah. And but, that's it. I mean, I love Washougal though. I'm like, damn it. Oh, yeah. Why did it have to be the same weekend? It's such so, a great course. It is. It is. I, I, I wish, um, <laughs> I remember a couple of years ago, I was at the, at the sprint and the guy, there was a guy that tried to go around the start wall and whoever the announcer was the first time I met the announcer and I forgot the guy's name. Um, but he's like, man, we will wait and make you do 60 burpees. If you don't get your butt back around that start wall and cover properly. And the guy goes, well, I'm the son of the owner of the, of the venue. I don't care who you are. Get your butt back over there. Come over properly. And we're all telling him, dude, do it. We want to go. We're not waiting for you to do 60 burpees. That's one of my favorite memories of Washougal. Um, the best. That was the one I got to meet Amelia Boone at, which was, if, oh. if you remember her. Yep, she I was mean, good. I, I absolutely love that lady. That She is such, such an incredible story, such an incredible lady. And I was at the, um, the starting gate for, uh, the, for the sprint. And I was wearing a shirt from my company. It says, uh, never stop running windows, you know, Microsoft. And... Oh. Uh, she turns, looks at me, and goes, "So you you work at Microsoft?" Like, mm-hmm. Okay, well I work at Apple. Uh, okay, what's your name? My name's Amelia. My name's Dave. Pleased to meet you. She's running with her dad, and then the start, you know, the gun goes off. She's gone. They're gone. They're racing. They're runners. I'm not. And like, I was talking to my boss at work. I'm like, "Yeah, I met this lady named Amelia." He's like, "Amelia Boone?" I think so. He goes, "Oh my God, you met Amelia Boone?" Okay, what's your point? Well, come to find out, he's a runner. She's a famous runner. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, my God, you met one of my heroes. Like, okay. So um, fast forward like two or three years, uh, well, two years during the pandemic, uh, 2020, and she's on a Zoom call with a bunch of folk. And I'm wearing my Never Start Running Windows shirt. And I, I don't know if you remember me or not. She's like, oh, yeah, you're, that, you're Dave, that guy that I saw in Portland. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. like, that's so cool. But, yeah, I, lo- I love the Portland venue. I've had a, the, the ones I've had is never Portland's never had a crazy one like that. The only ones I've had was uh, after the machete madness up in mm. Ballard. Um, I met Rose Wetzel while we were having breakfast oh, wow. afterwards. She just all of a sudden we're having breakfast. And I guess she oh. knew one of the people that was going to like there. And she's like, well, I couldn't make the event. But all of a sudden I'm like, turn around. And I'm like, that's that's Rose, Rose Wetzel. <laughs> and then I've met her a couple of times at other races. And then the other one yeah. I met is uh, Laura Messner. OK, so I met her twice. Um, and actually what's funny is I guess Amber, my wife volunteered mm. with her at one race and didn't realize who she was. Oh, wow. Like sat there and talked to her the whole time. And then afterwards I'm like, that's Laura Messner. And she's like, 
you mean from the Spartan show? I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Would, she's like, oh yeah, I, I just spent the last four hours with her. And I'm like, that's awesome. How? But I ran into the first time I met her actually was in 16. I think it was mm. 16 when my foot was broke. Mm. And I was in Hawaii, actually. Oh, wow. And I went to do, I was at the, the spear throw. And shh, don't tell anyone, I missed on the first throw. Happened. And she turns and she looks at me and says, nobody's looking, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when they do that. It's so cool. And I'm like, <laughs> be happy. And I threw it again. And then she, when I ran into a little, uh, at another race a little bit later, she's like, you were the guy in Hawaii with a broken foot. And I'm like, yeah. She's like, you're insane. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, well, you know. I met Robert Killian at a race last year. I forgot which race it was, but I go, I'm coming up the top of one of the hills and I look and like, I think it was, I think it might've been Dallas, the sprint in Dallas, but I come up the top of one of the hills. I just passed Paul Lachance and his crew back, back a ways. And, but, it, but Robert's coming, my, Robert's coming my way. And I'm like, that wouldn't be Robert Killian, would it? He's like, yes, sir. I'm like, pleasure to meet you, sir. Dave McCarter, comment OCR, big fan. Oh, okay. Well, but where's Paul at? And he's like, Paul's back that way. Okay, we'll see you later. Okay, and I'm like, I met Robert Killian. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, see, I think I met him once, and he was running with um, one of the the crews helping someone. I think it was uh, Bravo. Yeah. Yeah. They're so. just they're just really cool people. I mean, I've never I've never met one of these, you know, famous Spartan or Spartan racers or whatever that were jerks. But yeah. always real nice. Always seem to be real nice. Always seem to be real cool about stuff. Just when they're in their zone and they're doing their their elite thing, don't get in their way. No, and actually, now that I think about it, I did have one very interesting meeting in, in Washougal. It was before I had ever ran a Spartan. It's when I got my first, I volunteered because my hand, I had 18 stitches in my hand, so I couldn't run. Jeez. So I went with a group of friends and um, they ran and I volunteered. And it's when they mm. had the huge turkey legs. I was volunteering, like making the turkey legs. So um, and I'm in there volunteering, doing all this stuff. And some guy comes over and starts talking to us and we're talking to him and everything. And I'm just talking like, no problem. Having whole cold conversation with this guy, never thinking about it, whatever. And the guy next to me just sat there with this dumbfounded look on his whole face the whole time. And I'm like, what the hell? And then the guy's like, Hey, great job. Cool. You know, I'm out of here. And he starts walking away. And all of a sudden he walks away and he's like, do you know who that was? And I'm like, I don't know. He said his name was Joe. Was it? Yeah. And the guy's like, that's Joe DeSena. And I'm like, and that's who. <laughs> and at the time, I had no clue because I, I was nude. I was my first experience with Martin. And he's like, you just sat there and had a conversation with Joe DeSena for like 10 minutes with no idea who he was. And I'm like, oh, no. yeah, no, I, I'm I, like, who I is heard... he? <laughs> he's like, he's the owner of Spartan. I'm like, oh, shit. I should that's cool. Him. <laughs> you know. Well, I, I, I've been lucky. I mean, there's a lot of us have been lucky enough to like, to like email back and forth to him over the course of the pandemic. And, and it's, it's just, I don't know if he's responding or if his assistant's responding or whatever, but he seems to be a real personable guy and, you know, kind of down to earth. He does have some big ideas that I kind of will. Yeah. That's not going to work, but um, yeah, I mean, he he seems to be a regular average guy and, you know, it's just kind of cool that he's not a, you know, he's, he's, he knows people like Richard Branson and people that I'll never meet in my entire life. Um, But he's got cares enough and, and uh, knows his clientele enough to, I'll sit down and have a conversation with you. Right. I asked him recently, you know, because he's down in Orlando now. I said, well, when I come down to Orlando to run uh, the trifecta weekend in in, in uh, December, will you, will you run one with me? If you got time, he's like, oh, yeah, of course. I'm like, okay. I just signed myself up to run with Joe DeSena. Am I a complete idiot? You're gonna I might die. be. <laughs> so. 
what's funny is when I met him that one time, what was so funny too, is he sat there and he's like, you know, he's like, you're earning a free race for volunteering. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, if you want, you know, he's like, you know, and he never told me who he was, but you could tell he at least worked for the company. He's like, you know, right. when I go run now, I'll, you can have another, you know, free race and go run now. And I'm like, well, I have 18 stitches. Like I had 18 stitches across my finger. Like, yeah, like, I can't do it. All the way down. I'm like, I can't do it. He's like, well, you know, just do burpees instead of the hanging obstacles where you need that hand. And I'm like, you still got to use your hand to do burpees. <laughs> it's like just do one hand or, or close your fist and i mean i'm just like i don't think that's gonna and i had because the problem is and here's the problem is i had in my brain i was gonna run i i had yeah. thought about it and i because we all know i'm not that bright yeah, i really thought about doing it but the friends that i was with one of them's like i swear to god if i come back from running and you're not here volunteering still i'm going to leave you here right after i kick your ass and i'm like mm. <laughs> And I know that friend well enough to know that they would have done it. Yeah. Sounds like a few of my friends, but. Because they're like, no, we, I know you're stupid enough to think that you can go do this race, but yeah. you can't. You have literally, like, I cut all the way down to the bone. Like, on. Oh, my, dude, like, no. It was, it was a bad cut. And so close like, your fist? What the frick? I mean. <laughs> You have no idea. I, I've done some pretty stupid things in my life. Well, I, mean, I did. I tried to do the Hawaii trifecta with my foot in a full boot. I'm not that bright. Okay. Well, you know, that's okay, though. You're pushing yourself, I guess, sort of yeah. um, off, a, off a cliff with your hair on fire. Yes, but. <laughs> well, I, um, this, this is, this Seattle one's going to be interesting for me because I'm, um, and don't tell anybody I said this, I'm bringing uh, not only somebody, <clears throat> I'm bringing a good friend of mine, and no, he's really good. Right? I know. I don't, it's okay. fine. Just, it's between us and the, and the people. Between us and the listeners. Um, and then the listeners, but I'm uh, bringing a, a good friend of mine and she's a very competitive athlete. Um, she's never done a Spartan anything before. And I, <laughs> I signed her up. She's like, I'm ultra competitive. I'm like, okay, so I'm going to sign you up for a Spartan. She's like, okay, yeah, I'll go. Cool. I'm going to sign you up for the sprint and you're going to run the heat with the U S Marine Corps. It's like, I'm doing what now? Yeah. There's a heat with the Marine Corps. Have fun. Bye-bye. So, um, <laughs> And then I'm bringing up somebody I really care, I really care about, <laughs> hint, hint, wink, wink. And uh, she's been a competitive athlete, and um, she's just gonna, uh, gonna run with me, I guess. But like, I, and then we've got a couple other folks from our gym that we're, are gonna come. Um, and I told them all, I'm like, you understand, you understand now that when you guys, I'm, like, I'm already gonna be there. When you guys drive over, I'm gonna be run. I've already ran like 31 kilometers. I've already ran the beast and the super. Mm -hmm that morning so by the time you guys arrive if i get the mileage done i'm having a good day and they're like well what do you mean I'm like i'm gonna be slow and cranky and uh but i'm be happy to see you so we're just gonna get it done and they're all like but how long is the sprint we're not gonna have to sprint are we no 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 it's just nobody has to sprint anywhere it's really really short compared to what i've already done so um the, the sprint's just active time. recovery it's yeah, actually exactly. recovery after the other one, so. um, that's for me that's what i'm looking at it as so and that's we'll I can remember so many times where like i can remember the first time i did like two in a weekend was in montana i did the beast in the sprint um oh, before, that was before montana was a a, a trifecta weekend i just did the beast right. in the sprint and it was the year that everything went wrong it was 2016 yeah. everything went wrong we were wow. the final racers to finish. Like we were it. Like Steve Hammond was with us. Like let's go, you know. And he was the the sweeper. Like I've caught you. Mm -hmm. We're going, you know. And we're like, you're not taking us off this mountain. He's like, well, cool. Then we got to keep moving. And we were the last ones to come across. And then the next morning, my friend's like, time to do the sprint. And I'm like, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was me in Florida. 
No, but, but, and then last year, I mean, I didn't do, do Montana this year because I ended up doing the rise event instead. Um, yeah. you were there that weekend, weren't you? Or was that the other? Rise uh, no, I was, I was at uh, Montana. You were at Montana. Okay. I was, at, I was the second rise weekend. Nah, yeah, that's right. So yeah. I, I, I skipped Montana and went to the rise event, but the year before when I did Montana, someone bet me that I couldn't do, uh, a ruck facta. Oh, I heard about this where you wrecked the whole thing. So I decided, no, no, I can do that. And then they're like, and then someone's like, I bet you can't do it in a weekend. And I'm oh. like, oh, sure. No problem. And then I'm like, yeah, I'll do Montana because, well, I'm stupid. Because you're crazy. Yeah, exactly. So I did the entire thing. And there's, there, there's a couple of videos of me like doing the obstacles with the full like 20. And it was only 20 pounds. People kept trying well, to say sure. 40. And I'm like, no, it was only 20, but right. still 20 in a rock for the whole way. <clears throat> it's enough. Yeah. But, you know, well, there's especially a that, what's that hill in Montana? That one major power hill where you the can't FU see the top hill? of it. The FU Steve Hill. That's what we call it. FU. The, yeah. Here, Don, you're gonna have to bleep this. The FU Steve Hill. That's what we call uh, it. I tell Steve flat, flat out. This is what I call this hill because you put it here for no reason besides to just suck. So yeah, yeah. Well, when we went up there, because I I'd never been to Montana before, and I get to Montana and I volunteered for the beast the day I volunteered for the beast uh, the day before. And I was one of the refs. That was that was really cold. Everybody did burpees on the monkey bars. Everybody got burpees because nobody could hold on to the monkey bars because uh, it was raining all the time. And then it dried up, and then everybody started hold, you know, doing it right or being able to get it done. And I felt so bad for folks. I'm like, hey, you you got a red headband. You failed. Burpees. Um, but the next day, I ran the super. And I get to, if you know Dave Bax, he's one of the mm-hmm. Spartan team members out there. I love that guy. Love and uh, he's like, you know, I come down the, the hill into what they call Obstacle Central, where it's that one flat spot on the yep. mountain. And everything's like, there. Like four, five, six, seven obstacles there, whatever it is. And Brother Bax, hey, Brother Dave, how you doing? And uh, we just had a good old time chatting. And then like, he goes, well, now you got to go up that hill. And like, I look at the hill and I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Okay, then. And I just start marching up the thing and I'm yelling to folks like, if you can hear me, if you're at the top, say so. Nobody can hear you. You get to the very top of that, and you're yelling back at folks. Nobody can hear you. And I did Bloomsday in Spokane the weekend before. They got the, the Doomsday Hill, right? Mm-hmm. And it's only like a 6% grade. This makes Doomsday Hill look like a Sunday school picnic. Well, what and, you're forgetting about in the middle of this is there's a false top. Yeah, and I know. That's you're true. about halfway up, and you're like, <laughs> oh, I can see the top. It's right there. It's And then all of a sudden, no, you're it, like, mother there's a whole nother hill where the hell did <laughs> yeah. this come from yeah we get to the we can finally get to the top and i'm just like that sucked and then we keep going yep. the the coolest thing was for me was like getting on the very top of that mountain and they got the a-frame and i think the the rope climb up there and i can't do rope climbs yet i know the, the technique but i my ankle can't handle it and it's just not great for me i just rope burn every time i get rope burn on my lights every time well you you are a stud and i am a dud but um yeah, so I to, i'm not I, I it took me a long time to get there but yeah now it's rope burn every time so oh well, i'm getting there but i get to the top of the a-frame and i'm looking out and i do my i was gonna do my a-frame picture that i normally do and i'm like wait i'm really high up and then you before you get to the the a-frame there was a point that you could just see the entirety of flathead lake mm-hmm. and everybody just come up there to that point and they just stop they're just doing this yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this is why I do Spartan. This is why I do this stuff for these kind of experiences. Back to our previous point. This is cool. I would never be up here unless I was doing this. Yeah. So and that's like, uh, that's what I tell people all the time. Montana and Hawaii are the same way. 
where you have these insane, stupid climbs. Uh, yeah, and then all of a sudden cool you though. hit a point and you turn around and you're like, I think I've died, but this is heaven because it is amazing. <laughs> it's so pretty. And you're like, this is amazing. I could just lay down here and die, but I know I have to continue because it's a spot. Uh-huh. But, yeah. Well, you know, it's what Steve did. Uh, I found out because I didn't, I didn't see this part from the beast. So you come, um, <clears throat> you come off the, the uh, rope climb, you're heading back down the hill or about down the mountain, right? Well, for the beast, it was straight down. It was straight down to the, the lower clearing on the uh, where they had the um, atlas stones. Well, for the super, somehow he decided to do this whole switchback thing, which I, th- I think was harder. But we're just doing this bunch of switchback stuff, getting down to down to the atlas stones again. And it was interesting because I, like I said, never knew that people came down that hill the other way. And I had a bunch of beasters, you know, that were that were there to do the beast the other day, and they're like, "Hey, you see that? Yeah, we came down that yesterday." I'm like. I'm so glad I didn't do the beast. <laughs> Son of a... And I get to a point where they do the the uh, diversion between the beast and the sprint, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I like, okay, so I'm going to... I really want to go that way with the sprint, but I'm not doing the sprint. I'm doing the super. So I keep going. I'm out there by myself. I'm like, okay, where the heck is everybody? Am I that slow? And I get to... Um, like there's another little hill we had to climb and like, I really hope I'm not the last one because I hate being the last guy crossing. And um, I meet up with another guy and we just, we, he was actually just ahead of me and he was slow too. And we uh, <clears throat> decided to just hang out together and we, you know, get that back down the hill and, and then we go over toward the spear throw and get to the last bit of mud. And um, I get to the, uh, the slip wall. The slip wall is not my friend. I know how to do it, but it's not my friend, especially when it's raining and gross, because mm-hmm. I've, I've fallen on my face in that thing more times than I can count. I looked at the slip wall, and I'm like, nope, <laughs> walked right around it. <laughs> like, screw this. I'm out. I'm not hurting myself today. And did the fire jump. Like, okay. Uh, I was the very last person to cross the finish line again. I'm like, dang it. So Montana's on my list next year to see if I can beat the tar out of it, because that's I'm coming for that one. I'm still going to do the super. I don't think I'm there to do the beast just yet, but we'll get, we're, we're getting there. Well, see, that's what a lot of people know about me is uh, when I started Spartan, the very first, like I said, I volunteered in Washougal, but I couldn't race because my hand, I had a huge cut right. in my hand and I couldn't race. So I got a free race for that. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, well, where should I use this? I don't want to wait till next year. Cause at that time, the only race in North, the Northwest was the Portland race. Cause this was 15. It was 14 right. that I volunteered 15 when I was going to race. Well, I'm right. like, well, hey, there's this race in Montana. Let's go try this one. That sounds like fun. You know, <laughs> no research, no nothing, no understanding what the difference between a beast and a sprint. And nothing. I'm just like, hey, this Montana race sounds fun. And that time it was just a beast. That's all there was in Montana. It was the very first year they did it, 2015. Right. The founders. Founders race. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. 20, I've heard arguments of 21 to 24 miles. On in Montana. With yeah. obstacles I've never seen again. Right. Um, we were doing stuff. We were dragging tires. We were dragging, uh, you know, cinder blocks. We did a, 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 a swamp walk with logs. Where you're yep. walking I, through a swamp that was almost like chest high. I think I know where that's out of that course, too. Yeah. Oh, it was brutal. And then people were dropping the logs and leaving them in the swamp. So you're tripping over. I mean, it was like, if it hadn't been, and that's one thing a lot of people don't know, that's where I joined beast OCR was as I was coming in that race. And I kind of joined the Facebook group, but never met anyone, but I met drew 
who was the, the, the original Beastmaster. Mm-hmm. And I met him, Andrew, on that race. And it was like, we just joined up and started helping each other, me, you know, him and another guy and just kept going through. And it was after that, that I, I really joined the group, but it was, yeah, it was, I never wanted to do a race again. I literally, I finished that race, looked at my wife said, this is stupid. I'm never doing this shit again, <laughs> ever. I'm done. Never doing this again. But then halfway home, we're driving home and like, well, we volunteered, volunteered the day before, you know, yeah. me and my, my wife both. So now I have two free races and I'm like, right. well, you know, I could do Washougal. And then it was like the next week they announced that there was going to be a Seattle super in, in like November or October, or November. And I'm like, well, well now, now I can get a trifecta. So might as well. And then the next thing you know, I'm doing like 12, 13 races a year, like what? Yeah, exactly. team, everything else. And I'm like, what happened? What happened to never doing this again? Yeah. Well, that's what I, that's what I did after my 2016 sprint down there in Washougal. And I think 2018, I did like, 10 races 2019 i did like 12 2020 was a wash i did a bunch of virtuals you know like we talked about yeah. and then 20 now this year I, I originally had scheduled like 24 races and i think i'm with a couple of them that i've had to miss i'm down to like 21 i think for the year um and i like i've got canada coming up of uh, the north american championships i'm doing the super up there but we'll see if i actually get to Kelowna. Um, but the, uh, you know, it's, I've had a person ask me at the gym, you know, you pay for this, this year pass and you're signing up for all these races. Why do you sign up for so many? Well, I want to do as many to get my, the worth out of my year pass, my, yeah. uh, what's it called? The season pass that I buy. Um, but I want to have enough that if I have to miss one or two, I, I'm not out of anything, no. you know, so be it. And I've, I've gotten to the point now where in 2019, I was freaking out, man. I'm like, I've got to get to every race I schedule. Now it's like, you know what? I can let LA go because I'm not driving my car down there to LA. I can let, I can let Dallas go and, and let uh, the stadium in Dallas go this time and, you know, try to hit it next year and, and be okay with that. It's not a failure. It just, you know, crap happens. But, but I, uh, I definitely want to go down to, to Dallas again next year for the stadium because it's just cool to race up and down that, that AT&T stadium. But I want to do it in a Seahawks jersey and see how many people try to beat me up just for fun. So, no, you know, I'm a, I definitely should. <laughs> I did have one guy tell me that I probably would get beaten up. I'm like, I'm not going to wear it out in Dallas. I'll take it off, but I'm done. Oh, I will. Race. I've already told my <laughs> wife when we moved to Texas, I'm wearing Seahawk everything. They can kiss my ass. Well, then we should go hang out together when you're down there next year. And go do it. That'd be fun. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Oh, well, you know. you know, I will, not, I will not become a Dallas fan. I mean, I'm going to be closer to Houston. So, I mean, but I mean, the Texans really, I mean, they're barely like XFL. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They're not, they're not NFL for sure. No, but they had like um, a good year, the very first year. And then they went, are you planning on going to, um, uh, Florida this year? Are you going to, I want to, we've talked about it. I've thought about it. Um, a lot of it depends on how things go. Cause the big thing that we're sure. looking at, if everything goes the way it's supposed to, we're, we're going to be moving in January or February. Oh, okay. So, so you're right about that. Time. It'd be right really close to everything happening. So, I mean, it's, right. it's probably going to be Dallas is going to be the last trip. So if okay. I can make everything work, I know more heart than scars. I want to get down there for the, the yep. Florida race with more heart than scars, but, um, we'll see, we'll see what happens. I'm hoping. Um, cause I mean, like this year was only supposed to, I was only supposed to get one trifecta this year. Right. All I was going to do was San Antonio and Dallas. Hmm. I wasn't going to do any in Seattle, but then right. 
because I was supposed to be going to New Jersey for a wedding. And then that got, you know, pushed, um, mm-hmm. you know, and brought here to Seattle. So I didn't have to worry about that. And now all of a sudden I don't have to go to New Jersey. So now, I, oh, I can do my all of a sudden Amber's like, hey, we can do Hawaii then. I'm like, OK. And then it's like, well, we're <laughs> going to Hawaii. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I'm like, well, you know, I kind of want to do Seattle. I always do. It's the, the home race. I kind of have to. And I may, maybe I'll do one of the races. And then it's like, well, if I'm going to do one, I might as well do them all. Uh-huh. <laughs> so now well, all of a sudden I went from one trifecta to three and I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm on track for, let's see. I'm on track for four or five this year, I think. Um, I'm going to go do the Seattle trifecta. So I've got one from 2022. Um, or 2021, excuse me. So that counts for this year. And then I've got uh, Seattle Trifecta weekend, the Dallas, which I, the Dallas races will fit second trifecta or third trifecta, um, Arizona for the trifecta weekend, November, and then Central Florida. Yeah. So if I do so, Central Florida, that'd be another one. But because, yeah, I did San Antonio, mm-hmm. which I mean, you should have been at that one. It was, <laughs> but. Oh, that good, huh? <laughs> it was one of those ones, and I've told a couple people. It's like you finished. I finished it, and I'm like, "This is the stupidest thing I've ever done." That was the that was the double the double lap one, right? Yeah, that was what they called it, the ultra super. Oh god! And it was I'm like, "This was the <laughs> stupidest thing I've ever done." And then someone's like, "Oh, so you want to do it again?" I'm like, "No, they send it out, sign it up this way next year. I'm doing it again because I was freaking. It was the biggest, the most challenging Spartan race I've ever done, and I've done an ultra. That was more challenging than the ultra." So it was two laps of the super was your beast or what? Two laps of the two laps of the sprint was the super. Jesus. But it was <laughs> but then they added more. They there was extra extra uh obstacles. So it wasn't just the sprint race. It was the sprint wow. plus obstacles. So you went through and the first time through, I think I missed like one or two. I think I missed two obstacles. Right. The second time through, I think I missed 12. Wow. Because by the time you were done, I was very upper body. Yeah. Heavy. So by the time you were done, my arms were smoked. Yeah. And then I went to hey. go back through and trying to do a lot of the upper body ones like Bender. I like couldn't even get my arm up, let alone to grip it, like to lift my arm up to like right. grab the bar. Yeah. yeah. Arms were that tired. And then, of course, you miss something and I was running competitive. I had to do burpees. So then I'm dropping down and doing 30 burpees. And then it's just like, so I'm smoking my arms even more. And literally about that, when it got to the rope, the rope was the final obstacle. I didn't even, I just looked at it and said, yeah, that ain't happening. And walked over and started doing burpees. And there was one girl that I was running with and we weren't running together. We just happened to be like, yeah. we like see you at the next burpee pit. Cause I mean, we were, <laughs> oh, our God. arms were so gone, just gone because I mean, it was just, yeah. And then the next day we come in and do the sprint. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Were they just like, it was a venue? Was it a venue problem? I mean, it sounds like, it a sounds like it. It was like they had it all set. It was supposed to be a super. And then it was like a, a week before they found out there was some issue with the venue where they didn't have enough room to do the oh, super. Geez. Like, I think yeah. there was some part of it, some part of the venue where they were supposed to have access to that they ended up not having. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, no. They had that, they had that in Arizona earlier this year. They had, uh, they had it at Port McDowell. They had it at a sports park in Mesa, Arizona. And they, they had enough room for the super in the sprint, but it was, it was weird because the, um, everyone's like, Oh, this should be at Fort McDowell, which I've never been to Phoenix yet. But before that, I never, I don't know where, I don't know where the hell I'm at regarding anybody else is at, yeah. but well, actually they pulled it off nicely. Um, but it was, it was so flat. I mean, like I thought Dallas was flat. There was zero elevation gain. In fact, I think there was elevation decline 
being there in in Mesa. And it was weird because I get I you know get done with the race, look at my watch data, my Garmin negative elevation gain. How did that happen? And um, it was probably like the fastest super I've ever ran because it was just nothing but flat. Um, but it was it was still fun. I think they, they they had to switch it because they had a venue problem. The Fort McDowell yep. venue was just unavailable. But it'll Which be the rest of the year. Oh yeah, it happened. But, so you know, it, cool. it's going to be a fun year. So. Oh yeah, yeah. So I just got a connection request on Garmin from you. Cool. You did. I just you said Garmin, and I'm like, oh, I haven't added you yet. But, there you uh, go. Because I have. Well, I just I've never had the Garmin. I just got it. Just got it. So I've What'd got the nine thirty. I got the nine thirty five. I've got the uh, what is this thing? The Instinct Solar. Okay. So I, I looked at that one. That one wasn't bad. I got the Forerunner nine thirty five. Um, I didn't pay what you, I should have paid for it. So let's just put it that way. Well, that's fine. I I got it from a friend. There was a friend, a friend of a friend who are not a friend of a friend, a really good friend of mine actually just bought the, whatever the Phoenix, the new, the the $900 one. Yeah. I I had a Phoenix five X and went, yep, that's expensive. (laughs) Like if I'm paying that much for a watch, it better do some very special things, like really special things. But, um, (laughs) So I mean, better, got the, better wipe my nose. But anyway, like, yeah, I better wipe my nose and do some other things. So, well, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but he got he got that one. So, uh, yeah, and I posted on there because I had a Fitbit and I'm just tired of it. I'm like, this thing, the battery garbage. It charge. It was garbage. Yeah. It used to be okay, but for all the right. stuff I do now, it just doesn't give enough data. It doesn't do nope. everything I needed to do. And he's messaged me and he's like, "Well, I just got the new Phoenix. Do you want the, the my my Forerunner for like cheap?" cheap. And I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> sure, why not? I mean, if I'm going to start yeah. Garmin, let's go for it. So, and so far, I love it. I mean, I, I'm testing oh, it yeah, how good. long the battery they're lasts. Yep. I've used it every day to do a run. Um, I went swimming today, everything else. Um, it's been five days. I'm down to 60% battery. Yeah, that's what I love about the Instinct. The, the, um, the Instinct will last like 20 days on a battery charge or mm-hmm. 25 days, something like that. The um, uh, Phoenix 5X that I had, I have a 3X as well. Uh, would last like a week maybe but when I um, my dad I, I bought him an Apple watch uh, because I watched seven because he's an older gentleman he's a fall risk etc mm-hmm. uh, so I um, I bought myself an Apple watch as well because I figured if, if I get if, if I have to know how his works well I better you know figure out how mine works and um, great little device you have to charge it every single day and god forbid you put that thing in any sort of mud or anything we do in spartan because it'll probably explode um i'm like we're not taking that but then apple says uh this year there's a rumor going around they're going to release this apple watch pro which is more ruggedized and whatnot it's going to have this 1200 price tag and i told one of my trainer buddies at the gym i said if you see me come in this gym with an Apple Watch Pro at the end of the year, you have my permission to make me do burpees until you puke. He's like, okay, <laughs> so I'm not doing that. No, I mean, it's just, they're so expensive. And it's like, you know, for that much, I mean, it's better to do a lot of stuff. But the, the, oh, fit, yeah. the problem I had was the original ones, like I said, no problem. Because all I was keeping track was, was my steps. Mm-hmm. And they went through the mud. They went through everything else. Totally fine. No issues. But then I got the charge five and it kept track of my steps. But it had all these other really neat functions. But if I turned any of them on it would die by like five in the afternoon. Yeah, that's that was a, a design flaw on their part. And so, Google just bought Fitbit like, what, a year or two ago? So hopefully they'll they'll fix those problems. But I mean, honestly, like I say, I wear two watches now just for data comparison. 
and nothing nothing beats my Garmin. No. It, the Garmin is, is light years ahead of where anybody else is. I've had it for um, less than a week, and I already love every. The only thing I don't mm -hmm. like is I don't like that big of a watch on my wrist, but I'm, well, yeah. I'm used to it. But it's one of those that I, for everything it does for running, I know my heart mm -hmm. rate, I know everything else. Where the Fitbit really didn't give me that good of data. Where this gives mm -hmm. me amazing. Like when I'm swimming, I know what my pace is. I know what my no, the yep. Fitbit would kind of give me, but then I never trusted what it said. Because no, when I'd go with runs on, I'd go runs with Brian and he'd have his Garmin. I'd have my Fitbit. It'd be like, Hey, you're at three miles. He's at like two and a half. Yeah. That's what I like about having double devices. In my case, like the Apple watch, if I go on a, a rock or something around here, I'll just set them both. And okay, well, they agree with each other within such and such variance. So I know what the actual truth was. So, and see, that's what it was. It was, I would always go off his garment anyway. So like when we did a mm -hmm. lot of races, like the, you know, 30 mile races where we had to get 30 miles, it's like, okay, we're going off your, yeah, your device exactly. because mine says, you know, mine says we're at 35. It's like, no, you're not. No. It's like, <laughs> no, you're not. yours only says we're at 29. So we're going to go with yours. <clears> and that. So, and now it's like, I have the, hopefully now it should be a lot closer since we're both on Garmin. So. Well, it's like the stadium races when I found out uh, this last year in Dallas that the up and down of the stairs mm -hmm. did not count for the mileage. So if you're going up and down stairs, it doesn't count for the mileage. Oh, wow. The cross, the cross, the crossways, as you're going across the stairs, like you get to the nosebleed section and go across, that counts for the mileage. But not the up but, and down. But not the up and down. Well, that's good. Like, what crackhead thought that was a good idea? And so I get done Pardon? with the... the well, yeah, I get done with the stadium race. I'm like, my watch says I did 15 miles or like 6.5 miles or something like that because it's counting my steps. And I'm talking to the, the course manager. He's like, no, dude, that was a, a 3.2. You didn't count the up, up and downs, did you? Nope. Like, son of a. And it's like, that's, that's great. And you can't get GPS signal because you're inside a building. So yeah. it's like, I don't, you know what? I can't argue with you, but my watch says I did double that. So yeah, I'm going home. <laughs> oh yeah well and it gets better because one of the things too is like me and brian would go swimming together he'd have mm -hmm. his garment i'd have my fitbit and we'd finish and like there was and i really noticed it like two weekends ago where we were going he never passed me once we're in the same lane going back and forth we should have been like within a couple yards of each other right mine said 1500 yards his said 2100 yes i'm like That's yeah a huge difference when you never passed me <laughs> yeah they they definitely need to work on their gear but people buy fitbits because they're so thick and cheap yeah so and that was it but. because i was i was cheap so now i've got the garmin so i've got this one thank you nate mm -hmm. love you brother for you know giving me this one he does triathlons like mad he's the one that's really been helping talk to me through the the triathlons and trying to do this whole stupid new idea but, <laughs> but not uh, stupid not stupid it's great oh, you're inspiring man. me dude I'm you trying, know how inspiring but... you are? Yes, in the time we've known each other, a couple of years we've known each other, how much you've inspired me to keep going. Because there's been times I've wanted to say, eh, screw this, I'm out. And, um, you, you know, there, I, I, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a picture I, I put together uh, recently. And um, it was me and 2018 or 2019 at Rugged Maniac having a really bad day. I had my hands in my hips. I looked like I'm irritated. And then me at 2022 going, yeah, let's go. And uh, if not for a certain particular friend of mine, hint, hint, wink, wink, um, I probably would have quit. I probably would have said, bag it and tag it, I'm out. So um, she inspired me to keep moving and keep going. You've inspired me to no end uh, just by listening to your story and, and knowing you personally. 
And I can't thank you enough because without these influences in my life, I would have said, well, I'm just going to go fat and old and uh, the heck with it. And I, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to be that guy. So, no, it's one of those ones would always, and it sounds really, really cheesy, but what always makes me go back is Montana and like, oh, it was 16 or 17, something like that. And I can't remember the guy's name, the announcer that used to do it back then. But instead of doing the normal Spartan, and I think he got in trouble for this, um, one of our friends that was good friends with him requested that he do the speech from Independence Day. Oh, no way. Yeah, he did the speech from Independence Day instead of the normal Spartan thing. And I mean, it's like, by the time he's finished, you're like, and then you start writing, you start telling you're like, son of a bitch. Today, (laughs) we celebrate our Independence Day. Like, yeah, let's go. But that's for me. It's one of those I've I've pushed hard and I see people like you and everything else that's pushing, you know, right next to me and all that stuff. And it's like, I can't give up now. You know, it's like Virginia says, I have too many motherfuckers to prove wrong. Well, you remember Dallas, man. I remember Dallas when you caught up to me for doing the ultra and I'm out there doing the beast and I'm just sitting there going, man, I want to get, and I hear you and I'm like, Mike, what's up, dude? <laughs> and I'm like, I, I got to finish. I got to finish. And yes, um, I got to the very end and there was two guys running the ultra and they were the last two ultras to cross. And um, I start to catch up to them. I know I'm lost. I just met the sweep and I'm like, I'm sitting on the one of the, the little clients to go over the fences they had there. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting on it. I'm like, catch my breath. Guy walks up to me in blue shirt. I'm like, you're the course sweep, aren't you? Like, yes, sir. I'm like, son of a... I'm the last guy, aren't I? Yes, you are. Damn it. So I get up and I start rolling out. And, and I'm like, I'm, I got this plan. Like, I'm going to cut the course right here. I'm, I Screw it. It's just a loop. I'm done. Like, nope, I got to do this right. So I went and did the big loop and came back on the flat stretch. And I catch up to these two guys running the ultra. And one of the guys is wearing a kilt. And him um, and I met in Arizona again uh, this, this last or this earlier this year. And, um, uh, and we were starting to go and go. And the guy looks at me, the guy wearing a kilt, goes, yeah, I'm starting to get all pissed off. You're catching up with us. And I'm like, you're running the ultra. What are you griping about? So I let him, I let them cross the finish line before I did. So I let him climb the A-frame before I got up there. And like, you guys are running the ultra. You've earned it. Go. And um, I was the very last part to cross. But I'm like, meeting up with you, like, no, I got to keep going. I'm yeah. not, I did not fly all the way out here to stop. Um, as Sean uh, Corville says with Spartan, you know, you didn't come this far to only go this far. Yeah. And uh, I was a tough mutter, actually. And I was like, no, I'm going to finish. Come hell or high water, freaking I'll crawl across the line if I have to, but. I just spent my time to go. So yeah, no, that, was a, that was a tough one. That, that was a tough mm-hmm. one. A lot of people, some people know, some people don't that I had a broken rib while I was. Doing oh, that. I didn't know that. Wow. I had, I broke my rib at Tough Mudder. Dude. So I broke a rib at Tough Mudder. So <laughs> I was, I was, I was hurting while I was doing that race. In fact, when I went to do the, the, oh, um, the, uh, cargo net that has that, uh, wall, the, the table you have to jump up onto. The person I was running with, I jumped up to do it. And she heard when I hit, like she swears, she's like, I heard a crack when you hit that. I mean, you hit it hard enough. And I literally, I dropped back off of it, hit the ground. And like the, the volunteer, the person I was running with all said, they watched my eyes start rolling back in the back of my head. Like, Oh, I'm done because I, I had already broke. I already had a cracked rib. And then I hit that freaking thing again. And it's like, Oh God. (laughs) Yeah. I cracked my rib. I'm going to die. Yep. I cracked my rib doing the, uh, uh, what's the, the, the wall. Which wall? Tough mutter. The big oh, one. um, Olympus. Uh, Mount Everest. 
Oh, Mount Everest. Yeah, yeah. sorry. But what I did is a lot of people think I didn't do it the way most people think. Most people think is you're running up the wall and I hit it and did it. No, no, no. I did it the other way. I went over the wall, turned around to help somebody. And when I reached down to grab him, my rib was sitting on the edge. As I grabbed it, it was the force of them, like their weight and my weight up against that, that edge of the wall just snapped my rib. Yeah, it was was a bad I'm like, thank God that Iron Man was the weekend before that. So I yeah. just had pains even thinking like, I've, I I can't get up the wall. I'll climb the, the the net or whatever the ladder, and I'll go up and help people over. But I gotta watch that going forward. Holy cow! Yeah, <laughs> and it was just one of those. And we're coming off, and I'm r- running with a group, and I'm like, and I'm sitting there afterwards. They're like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I think I just hurt my rib a little bit." You know, I'll be okay. And it was the next obstacle you had to do. You had to reach up, and the second I mm-hmm. reached up with my arm, I'm like, "Holy God." You know, and that's why I knew I'm like, oh no, I, I hurt, I hurt something uh-huh. bad. And then I, it was about three days later. Finally, I'm like, I need to go have it checked. And I went and had an x-ray and they're like, oh, yeah, you cracked it. And I'm like, how long wow. does that take to heal? They're like, like eight weeks. Forever. And I'm like, well, the, I, the, the, the Spartans only in th- like four. So, well, I guess I'm uh-huh. doing an ultra with a broken rib. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad I didn't hug you that day. So. <laughs> oh, it, was, it was one of those. It was brutal. So this year I'm kind of, you know, that's the other reason I kind of want to do it. I want to see what I can, you know, if I can do, because yeah. I skipped a cup by the end of it. I mean, I was smoked. I mean, I was dying, sure. but it was, it, it was fun. So. Dang, man, that's cool. And I met a, I met a great friend. I mean, a lot of people know, I mean, cause you know, I, my wife wants to move to Conroe, Texas. Mm-hmm. And while we're, I was doing the race, Jamie, who is a, a great lady. I mean, I love yeah. Jamie. We met on the racetrack and on the race and became great friends, finished together. She's from Conroe. Oh, there you go. So we've been, we've gone down there and had, um, when I did the San Antonio this year, we went over to Conroe and stayed for a couple of days and had dinner and everything yeah. with Jamie and her, her boyfriend. And I mean, it's, yeah, it's so funny that all of a sudden I, Amber's like make Texas friends. And I'm like, I didn't just make Texas friends. I made Texas <laughs> friends in the town that you want to move to. That's awesome. So well, I'll tell you what, when you, when you when you get down there this year, if you're down there for Dallas, just save a spot in your garage for me to you know bed down in and be all right. Yeah, I, well, I won't be living there in Dallas. Oh, yet. that's right. It'll be next year. So, but next I mean, year, next year. Yeah. Sorry, next year. So. Cool. Um, now it'll be fun. So, which all is right, funny man. on on Garmin. That's what I had to put my name was pretty Mike because everyone's like, yeah, I look at Mike James and there's like fifty of them, and I'm like, yeah, you know, fifty million. I'm like, yeah, okay, so it's pretty Mike. So. Like, pretty know, Mike on Garmin. Okay. So anybody out there who has Garmin who wants to be friends, I'm pretty Mike on Garmin. Find me, connect with me. Well, well, you can see how horrible I'm doing right now on these roads. I, I mean, have absolutely no idea what my handle is on Garmin. I'll have to go find that out and post it out some other time. But, I think it just says <laughs> David Carter Jr. So. Probably. I'll have to change that to come in OCR or something, yeah. but I can do that later. So cool. Right on. All well, right, Dave, it's been great. And um, we'll be doing this again soon. So yes, sir. Talk to you later. All right, talk to you later. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear.